0: Welcome to The Heightening, a place for those who are answering the call of God to fulfill God's purpose in their lives. We are women who are being elevated to a level of intentionality and empowerment to lead the life we were created to live. Please welcome our host, Yolanda Caldwell. Welcome to this episode of The Heightening. We are happy to have the opportunity to spend time with the leadership and learning consultant, international facilitator, and positive change catalyst known as Dr. Cherie Bryant Sakou. Her work is grounded in a strengths-based philosophy of searching for the best in individuals and organizations. Welcome, Dr. Cherie. Thank you, Yolanda. So glad to be here. It I guess it's more appropriate to say welcome back. This is your second time with us. And when you were here last, our conversation revealed that we have many similar life experiences related to change. Through your book, What a Difference a Change Makes, and your coaching, you encourage others how to thrive through change. We have been in the midst of this pandemic a lot longer than I think anyone (laughs) has suspected or expected.
1: Yeah. So true, Yolanda. In fact, um, I don't know what we were thinking about at the beginning of this. I don't know where you were, but I certainly remember exactly where I was when I heard about the shutdown. I had been traveling every single week since the first week of January up until they announced and all my flights were canceled and I was grounded. And as you know, my husband and I (laughs) have multiple places, so we live between here and Texas and St. Thomas and the Virgin Islands, so we were geographically separated no. when this happened. So you're absolutely right, none of us expected us to, uh, be back here, right? Again. Exactly.
0: I remember. Um, I remember exactly where I was um, when we found out, and it was kind of like, "What? What are you talking about?" We were in the midst of planning the International Leadership Association's fifth Women's Leadership Conference um, that was being hosted, and I was one of the coordinators, and we had to pivot quickly and take that entire conference, international conference, um, virtual. Um, I remember unheard of. Unheard
1: yes, of him, exactly.
0: Did it, we did, did it. it. Yes, we did, did it. And the work that we did became a template for the global conference that was in San Francisco later that year. So we um, we were trailblazers yeah. <laughs> in, re- in regards to that. But the interesting thing is, I do remember saying to my husband that we were not going to travel again until 2022. We had some other trips planned. And I said, we're not going to travel until 2022. And he was like, it's not going to take that long. And here we are. We literally just canceled the trip. Um, did you? We did oh because of the resurgence. It's like, we just can't, we can't do that. So, um, you know, we're talking about it as... Uh, expert in the area of self-leadership. Can you give us some tips on how to thrive through this pandemic? Uh,
1: Absolutely. And it's funny, we talk about the time that's passed um, when I wrote my book, um, it came out very late in 2018. So I started doing more of the promotion in 2019. And at that time, I was talking about the normal things that I would see in our industry. You know, you're an organizational <laughs> leadership. And all the places and spaces I'd go, there would be one constant. And you know what that is, Yolanda? It's yes, changed, right. It's changed. And then I'd have all these wonderful and eager leaders who would be stuck because we're creatures of habit we all are. So I begin to recognize, wow, this constant change, change fatigue, as some of the researchers (laughs) call it now, when we humans, human beings and creatures of habit are faced with constant change, change fatigue, things coming left and right. There's going to be some tension, right? So going into organizations and being prepared to uh, work with leaders and elevate their competency, I start to notice this is a lot. It's becoming too much for people to really grip, grip wrap their arms around it. So I said, what's a small, simple thing that I can offer to help people lead themselves more? Because our leaders are worn out That's number one. (laughs) Number two, and thrive through chase, not just survive, but Mm -hmm. what can we do to really position ourselves for success long-term? And there are really three things that I mentioned at the beginning of the book that are as true today as they were then. And the first is acceptance. And I call it the AAA, because I, I think this idea of positive change and change, if you want to embrace it from a soulful perspective, a spiritual perspective, you got to see this as a journey. you got to see it as a marathon, not okay. a sprint. And because of that, whenever we're on a journey, it helps us to have a little bit of triple A, right? A little bit of additional <laughs> assurance Yes, to, but yes. Assurance that we can make it through. So my AAA is the first day is acceptance. And that is really leaning into the acceptance that change is a constant. There are typically about three ways we land in change. And you'll remember these from the first time we got together. And that is change is calling. That's when you decide to pursue your path or Mm -hmm. particular work or passion and you make some changes in order to do that. Change is choice. It may not be as spiritually inclined as calling, but it's where you say, you know what? I want to live better or be well, so I'm going to change the way I eat. I want a healthier relationship with my children, so I'm going to uh, free up my time Mm -hmm. to, to have more time with them. That's change is choice. And the third, but certainly not the least, is change is catapult. This is when we are all thrust, drop kicked, right? Into change. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I'm feeling these days, right? Drop kicked into change by circumstances sort of beyond our control. And since you and I met, we've seen this with fires we've seen this with floods we've seen it with hurricanes we've seen it with tornadoes we've seen it with the pandemic not just once but now the Omicron variant and so as it relates to the first A of acceptance the sooner we can wrap our arms around that we are not immune to change Mm. that change is going to happen we can better position ourselves to change things for the better. So acceptance is the first one. Okay. Uh, The second one is awareness. And some people might think, well, Dr. Sheree, that's kind of uh, not the order I think about. But for me, awareness is what you can do, especially if you've been catapulted into change like we have through something Mm -hmm. like a pandemic, is to pause for a minute and say, now that I accept the reality, my current location, what, do I what needs to change and why? Okay. What do I need to be aware of? So what's 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 bubbling up? So for example, sometimes you might just get sick and tired of some things that are around you and say, this is this is the area I want to work on first. For me, uh, changing my environment and making sure that I'm decluttering and living lighter. That is the thing was the thing for me last year and 2020. So I've been reducing uh, and recycling and releasing a lot of things that no longer serve me that are physically in our homes. So that's one. Um, It could be that um, you just have a deep desire to finally pursue a different direction. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people since the uh, pandemic who unfortunately their work shifted and this opened up a beautiful new reality for them that they wanted to, said hey I'm aware that I've got this opportunity let me see if I can take advantage of it right so pausing for a moment after acceptance to be aware of what bubbles up to the top and what where you should place your emphasis because we we don't want to be all over the place if we want to achieve positive change that's the second A and the third A is action so once we've taken some time to be aware to think about what comes First, in this, where can I put my focus in? Now we can step into action. And action just involves uh, coming up with the best strategies to make that incremental or incredible progress against those goals right and so that is what it is and just to give your listeners kind of a case study of this related to you and your work with the International Leadership Association you know I'm a longtime member of the Women in Leadership Affinity Group and I watched you all as a member land in acceptance that you waited to the last minute you're like maybe we're gonna be able to go i had my tickets ready my husband and i were coming but finally we had to say we're not gonna be able to make it to new york all those great um things that we're gonna do in these road trips and things we're not gonna be able to make it so landing in that acceptance helped us to now get into awareness and say what part can we keep yes what part can we make virtual Oh, look at now that we're going to go virtual. Maybe we can do this. Maybe we can do a virtual tour of this instead of physical. Yes, yes. you guys got in the gear, but it's hard to get into that gear until you've accepted. So that's where awareness. Then once you're there and you've got these great brainstorming activities, you're more open minded. Mm -hmm. Then You can say, what's the best, the next best step and get into action. I saw you all did that. As you mentioned, you were trailblazers. It was a template for future success. And it's that kind of thing we need to remember, Yolanda, that we don't let change overwhelm us, Mm. that we take time to acceptance, whatever time you need to be aware of the kind of ways that you can change those things in your sphere of influence, those things that we can't influence, why bother? But those things that we can, why not? Why not experiment? Because what we'll find is that at the end of this, you'll make some templates like you did. You'll make some best practices if that makes sense.
0: It is so amazing how you just brought that together, that triple A. That triple A is it. Yes. I mean, it's like. You, that's gold right there. Um, let's kind of take a step back to that acceptance. Okay. When we talk a little bit about change is constant, yeah, It is amazing to see who is making the choice you talked about change the three different ways but we're, mm-hmm. we're going to I'll talk about choice. Okay. Who's making the choice to accept that the constant change that we're living in right now may be with us for a moment. It's it's very interesting to watch that and I find that younger people are being resilient mm-hmm. and flexing a lot more than some of us who are a little more seasoned.
1: I would agree with what you're saying. I think our youth are the trailblazers in this as well. They're agile, Yolanda. Um, They're tired of being stuck because when we're not, all those moments and days and weeks and hours that we spend out of acceptance makes it harder for us to get into awareness and action because our mind is difficult to process both. And so what I love about our youth is that they are saying, this was awful. I didn't get my graduation. I didn't get this, I get that. But then they're thinking, oops, here's some things that I can do. Or they're watching other people. Yes. They're staying open-minded. Yes. And I think we can learn a lot from them by their leadership and their ability to lead themselves and think outside of the box. Um, we can also lean on other people who are just a little bit more Mm open-minded, no matter the age, just people who are always on the cutting edge. I know I've got a coach who I admire so much. And I remember she had, I can't count how many international speaking engagements Mm -hmm. on her calendar before COVID, all of those canceled. Yes. And I watched her pivot. I happened to be working behind the but scenes on one of her events that was supposed to be in person that had been moved to virtual. And I watched her pivot and that changed my life in terms of me seeing how critical it is for me, not just to be a part of the pivot, to help people be able to, to do that as well. In fact, I started giving free Zoom classes. I started giving free Zoom classes to teachers who had were not familiar with zoom that I knew needed the help. I started doing that and it ended up opening up an additional line item in my business. That's what you know, that,
0: yeah, that, that awareness, what started bubbling up. So you went from acceptance to awareness and what started bubbling up were opportunities for you to use an expertise that you have to help others in a total different industry.
1: Yolanda, I'll say this until the pandemic, Although I had received two different certification in virtual learning, virtual training, mm-hmm. virtual facilitation, yes. it was not on my website until the pandemic and giving away for free that later became paid and a line item in my income. Did I decide to put a page up? I never even had that on my website. So again, these things Sometimes you're already doing it, but pandemics and and things like this can shake up some things in us to make us see things differently and see the opportunity in a different light. It's, right.
0: inter- it's interesting that you say that because that happened for me um, during the pandemic. As, as you mentioned, you know, I was a part of the team, lead one of the leaders of the team to transition this international conference to virtual and doing some other things in my day job, as well as my consulting business. And I found myself, you know, I jokingly say I, I didn't get that little break in time that a lot of other people did when the pandemic hit, you know, for them to do all of their house projects and all that. <laughs> other stuff. That didn't happen in my life. My work almost doubled um, once we went. Yeah. Once we went wow. virtual and I needed to find some way to care for myself. So my outlet or my awareness, um, once I accepted that my life was going to continue to be um, almost, you know, 12 hour days. um, And I accepted that, you know, I I accepted that I became aware. And what I became aware of is that I had a need for self-care, that I needed to think about self-care differently. Um, So I took action. And one of the things I did was, um, we launched a self-care kit and
1: Mm -hmm. yes, uh,
0: over a (laughs) hundred, yes, over 120 ideas and tips on how to care for yourself with an accompanying journal. Um, so that was something that, like you said, you know, it just came out of, of the pandemic and, you know, it was something that was, was needed. And I know you talk about radical self-care, um, and I think that sometimes we do have to think differently, think outside the box. And self-care is not just pampering yourself. Um, self-care can come in so many different ways. And I think with your AAA, some of your self-care comes when you become aware. Because what's bubbling up or you know what's hurting that pain point is an indication that something needs to be taken care of.
1: It's a huge indication. And there's always a sign, right, Yolanda? Our our bodies are so wired that they will let us know when something's not quite where it needs to be. And so those indications, I think the key is what you said is not to wait until we get those, not to you know, to be out front of that Mm -hmm. and be proactive. So the self-care kit sounds fantastic. It's it's, People want ideas. They want options on how to care for themselves better. And I do believe that um, having a kit with ready-made references can help them to do just that. I am a self-care warrior. (laughs) I believe in (laughs) self-care. It is a part of my spiritual practice, a part of my way of life. It's not something that I wait to do when I'm completely out of it, it is something mm-hmm. that I'm proactive about. And so uh, for me, I don't see how leaders lead well
0: without it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Dr. Cherie, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about action and faith, spiritual practices. Love it. We want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, the heightening self-care kit. Self-care is essential for you to have a healthy, wealthy life. It's also essential to help you live the life that you were created to live. So honor yourself, nurture your mind, your body, and your soul in new ways. The kit has over 120 ideas for you to explore. So visit www.theheightening.com to grab the new year special for you or someone you love. Dr. Cherie, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure to be here, Yolanda. For those who may just be joining us, we have with us Dr. Cherie Bryant Sakou, coach and author of "What a Difference a Change Makes." We are discussing how to thrive through this pandemic. She shared with us the triple A. First, we've talked about acceptance, awareness, and now we're going to dive into action. So. You mentioned two words that really resonated earlier. You said incremental and incredible.
1: Oh, Yolanda, you are good. You are good.
0: Absolutely. I have to mention the
1: two because when we think about being on our soulful change journey, we have a choice, we're in the driver's seat. And I don't want us to get caught up in the business of comparing our progress to anyone else. I want us to be very self-led and self-driven. And because of that, it's up to you. If you want to make incredible progress on a big, bold goal, didn't do that. If the most you have the capacity to do right now is to make incremental progress, on a small but powerful goal, then do that. We're on our own journey. So there's a lot of dichotomy as it relates to change because while we're on our own journey and it's up to us to lead ourselves and determine what needs to change and why, we don't have to do it alone. We can have resources like your self-care kit. We can have coaches and mentors. We can have our spiritual practice. We can have people with whom we come together with, right? We, our tribe, our crew, yes. we don't have to do it alone. But at the end of the day, our pace, our tactics, the things that we use, that's individual. And that should be expected and appreciated. And so whether you make incredible or incremental success, celebrate all of it. I celebrate the smallest things. People are like, "Sherry, I cannot believe you are, I am. I'm excited about this one little thing that I did. <laughs> Because it helped me and it got me back in gear, which gives you momentum to keep moving forward.
0: You know, that is such a transformational pivot. Like it's, it's, that is what you call an incremental success. Mm-hmm. Because right. what you did is you gave our audience permission, permission to celebrate their steps And their bounds, you know, the small things and the great things. And a lot of times we, as you said, people say, well, that's not worth celebrating, but that one little thing can be the catalyst for change.
1: It absolutely can. And those small wins give us momentum. Yes, They give us momentum rather to take another step. And another step versus what I see that happens to a lot of us, which is we get stalled out on the journey in overthinking, overanalyzing, comparison, which we know is the thief of all joy, right? Comparing yourself yes. to one another, perfectionism, which leads into the imposter syndrome yes. and all these other things that can get in the way of us making steady incremental progress, uh, per- starting now, improving over time starting before we ready we have to give ourselves permission to do it I do it all the time and so it's funny I will warn people if you're working with me if you're engaged with some of my work you're going to see progress over perfection if little you know mistakes drives you nuts you're you may not even want to work with me because I while i Pursue excellence and all that I do, I start before I'm ready a lot of times. So it's not because I want to walk my walk. I don't want to just tell people that. And the mentors and coaches that I have that I respect started, all of them started before they were ready. All of them. So they gave me permission to do it.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Starting before you're ready. That's right. Talk about that. I will. I'm glad you mentioned it. So let's talk about this book. All right. I have
1: been thinking about writing a book for years, Yolanda. I couldn't even tell you when I first said I had the desire to write a book. And um, I overthought it. I went up and down, you know, the, the, the mulberry bush. I, I said I'm going to do it. Then I stopped. I did all kinds of things. And then I think it was in 2015, I decided to get serious about it. Somewhat. Okay. So I enrolled in a course called Speak and Write to Make Millions. It was life altering. It was in San Diego. And that's where I met my coach at the time, Alisa Nichols, you may know her. Uh-huh. And I joined one of her programs and it changed my life. I still didn't get serious about the book, though. I okay. was serious about uh, attempting and it, that led me there. Um, after getting my business up and running and running those, you know, kind of ebbs and flows of being a new business (laughs) owner, I finally got that part steady. And I said, I'm ready to pick this book back up again. And I made a decision. I made a decision to do the one thing. Have you heard of the book called The One Thing? No. For the listening audience, there are two books that were life altering for me as it relates to getting the book done uh one is called the one thing which is a wonderful book that talks about the power of uh having priorities and focusing on one major thing a year because you know one thing even your podcast thats a big thing to get a podcast launched and out there's a lot of things underneath Sometimes you can't do three big things in a year, right? And so for me, running a business, taking care of my highest income generating activities Mm -hmm. had to take precedence over this book that may or may not open up a platform for me. But in 2018, I made an investment to get help with the publishing. I made an investment to do the editing. When I caught myself overthinking it, I pulled myself back and said, I'm going to finish this book, and I can always do another, a second edition a few Mm -hmm. years later, and that's what I plan to do uh, within the next year or so, but I'm so glad that I got it out, so the one thing sort of revolutionized the way I run my business in general, Essentialism is another book, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less, and this book is a beautiful book that's all about saying no pulling out of all the extracurricular, So you can say yes to the most important things. So that's why the subtitle is the discipline pursuit of less, (laughs) which we don't pursue all the time. And so those two books helped me in addition to that event, that those two books helped me to just uh, focus in and give myself a big thing to work on outside of all the other things I have to do Uh, so that I can advance my um, aspirational goals, which was to write the book. And so I highly recommend people that you're gonna have your business goals, you're gonna have your professional, and you know my book is called What a Difference a Change Makes, 21 Jewels of Wisdom for Living Your Treasured Life. Treasured living to me um, has five facets, uh, and that's in which all are about living clear, which is an acronym for being clear about your calling or your career whatever that is for you, your lifestyle, living in ways that are, are, are value-based for you. The E is for your environment that's inside your house, outside taking care of our planet and mother earth. A is for aspirational goals. I think we should have those as well. And R is for relationships because we can't do this alone. So though I make goals in each of those five areas, all of my coaching clients, we do that as well. So that it's not all business, right? Yes. There are a lot of different things that make up a, a, a best life or a treasured life, right? And so that's what's most important to me. So as it relates, just circling back to your initial question, as it relates to just summoning the courage and creating space to, go, to getting the things done, you got to give it time and space. Yes. And so saying no can help to create that space to be able to go ahead and get it done. I meet people, every time I do an in-person speaking engagement about the book, I ask people to raise their hand if they know they have a book inside of them. And you'll see the hands go up. I learned this in another, and actually one of my coaches, she had a person speaking, Christine Closer, who had us do this exercise. And then she said, keep your hand raised if you've been thinking about the book for two years. Okay. Keep your hand raised if you've been thinking about it for five years. Ten years, twenty years. There was a person in the room who had been thinking about a book, Yolanda, for twenty-five years. Wow! And that's that's just unfortunate. Yeah. We we, we our dreams deserve wings. They deserve time and space. And so that's what I will offer in
0: terms of prioritizing it. Wow. Um, you know, <laughs> I want to give you a quick update because you did that exercise with me at our last call. And I told you that, you know, I was submitting a devotional to be considered for publication. And I am excited to publicly announce for the first time that I am a published author. Stop, let me see. (laughs) I am a contributing author to Rhythms of Rest by Ambassador Susan Johnson-Cook. 40 devotions for women on the move.
1: Congratulations. Um, yes.
0: So there is going to be a link on our website, www.theheightening.com, where you can purchase your copy of Rhythms of Rest, in which I am a contributing author. And it is so exciting because my first publication was published by Our Daily Bread Publications. Oh. So this is amazing. It is
1: amazing. Oh, congratulations, Yolanda. And see, this is what I mean, though. This is what I mean. Um, Once you put it out there, there's something incredibly powerful about putting it out there because the universe will literally shift and align to give you an opportunity. See the divine orchestration, though, in that? What if you had never even mentioned? I'm so
0: excited for you. Congratulations. Thank and you, I'll be grabbing my you, coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you it is. I, yeah. I, you are so, so correct that we should have aspirational goals. We have to. Um, we were created. To be fruitful and multiply. We are Mm -hmm. supposed to produce. We're supposed to leave something um, in this earth. And your example and your outline truly gives anyone, not just women who are our primary audience, but anyone. a, a roadmap to begin the process for this journey that you discussed, and I want to thank you um, because you talk about a treasured life, but I want you to know that you are a jewel.
1: Oh, Yolanda, that that warms my heart. <laughs> thank you.
0: You are truly, truly a jewel. Wow! And it is, you know. I feel honored to have met you and had the opportunity to interact with you. But I'm also happy that I can actually call you a friend, Um, you know, that through a professional affiliation that we've developed this connection and um, it means a lot to me.
1: Oh, Yolanda, you just warmed my heart. I wasn't expecting that one. Um, It means a lot to me as well. You mean a lot to me. Your work means a lot to so many people. I, people, I don't think they know exactly what all you do in the world, but I know you are a powerhouse. I know that uh, in your every day, you're touching and helping women leaders, not just women, but I know that's where a lot of your investment is is yeah. is placed. And I just want to thank you for your leadership and thank you for being the spark, right? For for your energy and enthusiasm, even when we met, I told you, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have even signed up the next year. (laughs) And you have a way that just draws people in and invites people to get to know you and, and want to work with you. And I, appreciate you. Uh, l- keep letting your leadership light shine for all the world to see. I could not be more excited and thrilled about all the success you're having with the heightening and your book, your <laughs> book on one of my favorite topics, which is rest. Rest, rest,
0: rest. I love it. I love so it. I think everyone needs to reach out to you. Anyone who is listening needs to contact you. So how can they stay in contact with you?
1: Very great question. So I have something extra special for anyone who's in the heightening audience. Ooh. And that is if they go to my coaching website, mm-hmm. which is www.yourtreasuredlife.com. Again, www.yourtreasuredlife.com. They will land on the page. And then if they scroll down a little bit, there's a place where they can order the book if they'd like. There's a place where they can follow me on Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn for those folks who'd like to connect. And also there is a micro course on there called the 14-Day Self-Leadership Challenge. Now, what you'll be happy to know, Yolanda, is that the 14-Day Self-Leadership Challenge is all about 14 super fabulous and fun ways to be resilient, to uh, take time in nature to rest for resilience. That's one of the days to uh, have some fun, to detox from uh, tech sometimes so we can just have more time to pray and to relax and to meditate. It's 14 days uh, that is So much fun for leaders who know that they are kind of overextended, need some simple uh, reminders on how to better care for themselves. It's all self-care related, but even to care for ourselves, we've got to be able to lead ourselves and take the actions, you know? So I created it for that. Now your audience, anyone who goes on and clicks on there, instead of paying the price, all they do have to enter is lead yourself. L E A D Y O U R S E L F all caps lead yourself and they will get free access to my 14-day self-leadership challenge again it's not it's nothing but fun just a whole bunch of fun <laughs> It's a ton of fun. Um, I did this challenge live a couple of, uh, about a year or so ago, and I did a pop-up Facebook group where people could come in. I had about a hundred leaders join me in that group to submit because I gave away some free gifts. So I converted it to make it accessible for people to go through at their own pace, but it's everything from uh, getting some vitamin in, which is going into nature, to the detoxes, to the rest To the what I call um, 24-6 or divine time in. That is, and I practice is 24 hours a week away from social media and all the gadgets. And it's made me be such a better leader when I come back in service. And I just wanted to um, also say, I, I use this quote a lot. By Angela Davis, my love so much. Um, and the quote is Anyone who is interested in making change in the world also has to learn how to take care of herself, himself, or their self. And so I wanted to leave your listeners with that because it, it plays into what I'm talking about in the book in the 14 day self leadership challenges. It Challenge goes right into what you're offering in the self care package, it goes right into all the stories that I know. Are going to be great in your devotional on rest. We can't serve from uh, um, an empty cup. We need to be able to serve from our overflow. We need to be able to offer ourselves in service well and whole. And we can't do that without self care and rest. So I just hope that your listeners will enjoy it. And I'm so very excited uh, to have had this time with you and so excited about your book and all the great things you have for 2022 and beyond.
0: I want to thank you on behalf of the heightening crew. Um, thank you so, so much. Thank you for gifting us with ways in which we can self-lead ourselves to rest. You got it. My and pleasure. refreshment. That's so, it. So that we can continue to lead.
1: We need it. That should be our thing for 2022.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like it. I like that. I think we're going to do that. I love it. Again, Dr. Cherie, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Yolanda. And thank you so much for having me. Wishing you all the best. Ladies of the heightening, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Please continue to visit us at www.theheightening.com to get more information about our podcast, about colorful conversations, as well as our self-care kit and to get this free gift. Oh, we're so excited. Um, We are grateful for you being a part of our team. Thank you for joining and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.theheightening.com.